a Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ. It's Kool-Aid. <laughs> Jaren. Okay. And this week we are talking about the 27th law. Play on people's need to believe to create a cult-like following. All right, it's your turn, Jaren. Hit us with that translation. All right, so the translation for this week is, well, you all, you, we've all heard that saying, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Well, the translation for this week is, I want some of that purple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the purple stuff? Uh, you don't know what that say is? We, say we got milk, <laughs> we got Gatorade, we got the purple stuff. Hey, Sunny D. <laughs> That's what I think of. <laughs> like, no, nah, I want some of that purple stuff. So you want people to drink the Kool-Aid. You want to serve them that Kool-Aid. That's the translation. You want to serve them the Kool-Aid. Oh, man, that sounds devious. All right. Well, I got a few words from the OG himself. And that was the longest translation ever. <laughs> That's cool. We don't have time limits on this show for translation. You got it. All right. <laughs> People have an overwhelming desire to believe in something. Become the focal point of such desire by offering them a cause, a new faith to follow. Keep your words vague but full of promise. Emphasize enthusiasm over rationality and clear thinking. Give your new disciples rituals to perform. Ask them to make sacrifices on your behalf. In the absence of organized religion and grand causes, your new belief system will bring you untold power. This law has a million thoughts running through my head, okay? And this series of laws is about power, right? Yeah. This law in particular made me think of a lot of real-life experiences that resemble much of what this law stands for. So let's talk about a couple quick highlights from the OG's words, all right? He said, keep it vague but full of promise. Okay. Mm-hmm. He says, emphasize enthusiasm oh, over rationality. Like, like make America great again. Yeah, that's keeping it vague. And, 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 it's, and it's kind of a promise, right? <laughs> right, right. Emphasize enthusiasm over rationality and clear thinking. Now, basically, if you break this down, it says, it's saying... Make people feel emotion over logic is basically what it's saying. Yeah. Enthusiasm over rationality. We want emotion over logic. All right. Yeah. Give them rituals to perform. Okay. And ask for sacrifices on your behalf. So that rituals to perform and ask for sacrifices. That reminds me of like an Instagram model. And that ritual is people double tapping her picture. Yep. And and uh, what's the other? What's the what's the next one? Um. So rituals and sacrifices. Rituals and sacrifices. So and they sacrifice their souls. Okay. To use Instagram thoughts because. 
they just thirsty, man. They they be thirst trapping. So, but those those girls are using this law. Totally using this law, right? Now, some of you are gonna get upset, but this is the corporate street, so I'm gonna have to keep it a hundred, and I'm gonna keep it really logical. These traits remind me of religion a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Vague, full of promise, emotion over logic, rituals, sacrifices, if the shoe fits, wear it. All right? I'm just going to throw it out there. I got religion in my notes, so I'm right there with you. All right. Horoscopes and zodiac signs, right? Yeah. They're vague, (laughs) full of promises. You're going to meet a person. (laughs) <laughs> and they'll be tall and they'll be wearing a hat right <laughs> emotion over logic you know what I'm saying uh-huh. the emotion over the logic is just you have to believe in it the you have ritual, to have faith the whole, the whole yeah. thing is faith based I mean you have to have faith you gotta believe in it the ritual is checking it often you have to check it often every Sunday you gotta go to church yeah, or well, I'm I'm on horoscopes now. I don't want to break down the religion ones because oh. I know people are going they're gonna feel some heartache about that one. I'm sorry. You do the math on religion yourself because it's 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 all there. But so I'm gonna break down horoscopes. So the emotion over logic is believing in it. I guess that does fit for religion. Rituals are checking it often for the horoscopes, and the sacrificing is that sacrifice of time. I got another one for you multi-level marketing schemes bro or pyramid schemes if you will vague full of promise emotion over logic rituals sacrifices dude this is all over our lives to create these cult-like followings and i have one more jaron check this one out even this book could be considered i don't know maybe this is a cult-like following i was thinking that the 48 laws of power right 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 Mm, wrong i'm gonna have to disagree slightly yeah he gives detail it's definitely not vague exactly so he's not vague he's too detailed to be vague and i don't feel like he promises power it's more like advice it's not a guaranteed cure-all he's not telling you he has all the answers and if you follow these steps you're gonna be the one and uh it's more logical than emotional he actually tells you not to be emotional right right and then i don't think that yeah and i don't think there's really any rituals or sacrifices i guess you can say the cost of the book is a sacrifice but it's not a reoccurring sacrifice you buy the book once and it's yours unless you listen to the podcast for the past 27 weeks yeah (laughs) but all you're sacrificing is no that's the ritual part oh that's the ritual gotcha gotcha the power cast we got you on the ritual part but I say but the sacrifices I guess you could say you sacrifice your time but if you didn't get your time to us you'd probably be listening to mumble raps right. so actually I guess, I guess I guess um, um, we are doing the, the ritual part like with our podcast and podcast yeah but we're not vague we try to be detailed and very uh, example driven we we're, need to be more vague then because <laughs> we want that coat like following right? right right we breaking this law for y'all you see what i'm saying this is what i'm talking about we do this for y'all listeners we breaking this law for y'all we could have we could have just said 48 laws is a power go buy it and that would have been it <laughs> <laughs> oh man so having a coat in your back pocket it greatly magnifies your power with the least amount of effort so that's the good part about having cults because you have these followers they're worshiping you they're gonna fight your battles for you when somebody say oh man 
You know that that's whack or that's not good. That's not cool. Dude, somebody's gonna be there to back it up and fight it. You're talking about okay. So the term for that um, is stands. That's the modern mm-hmm. day term. That is. Um, so you got your beehive. You got the navy. You got the believers. You got the crickets. And the crickets. Yeah, that's Sierra's group. <laughs> Dog, I thought you were serious for a minute. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, how does cricket relate? <laughs> the Sierra Crickets. Dude, you are a fool, bro. Okay. So those people, you cannot talk about their fave whatsoever. Nothing negative. And if you do come for them, like, so uh, Nicki Minaj, she has the Barbies, right? The Barbs. The barbs, yep. And she recently was attacked by Remy Ma. Remy Ma, you know, um, by most people's opinion, beat Nicki Minaj in this uh, rap Destroyed beef, her. This rap yep. battle. Yep. But the barbs, the millions and millions of barbs, they weren't having it. They want to stick by their faith because no matter what she does, like it could just be no wrong so what right. they did is they they were trying to get um, Remy Ma arrested again for like what? probation violation so they were just like calling like her PO or it's a PO right yeah the probation officer um, they were like calling him you know like reporting stuff to to him and that kind of thing so are you serious so yeah, because they went at, because she went after their faith, and so that activated the barbs, and they had to protect her like a like a swarm of bees in the aquarium. That is that is crazy, that's insane. So there you go. That's power, people. Having that coat in your back pocket, all these followers worshiping you, fighting your battles for you. That was Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma's battle, but the barbs they got activated. They went active duty from the reserve and. They start making phone calls to get this woman locked up. That's pretty crazy. And plus, they'll start recruiting new members for you as well, right? So if you're a non-believer, they're going to give you all the facts to make you a believer. This is power. And it's very reminiscent of religion. It's very reminiscent of multi-level marketing, etc. Now, the OG says that humans are eminently gullible because they have a will to believe in something. And I... I just thought about, well, think about people who believed in Hitler. Think about how people were taught that black people were less than human because they were black. Because, and not even black, I mean, that's just the sense of the term that Americans called it. But because they were, they were, they were of a different skin tone, these people were not the same or dumber or lazier or whatever this racist ideology is. Mm-hmm. People believed in that. Where was the logic? There wasn't any. So, the OG has five steps of cult making that he talked about. So, I, we're going to give you the five steps of cult making according to the OG Robert Greene. Step number one, keep it vague. All right? So, you want to attract attention through words. You want to use words of enthusiasm. You want to create new words that have its own mean, that words that you create for its own meaning and to make it seem like you have this specialized knowledge. 
so when I when I thought about keeping it vague, it reminded me of a joke that we've been saying since high school. And I guess I'll start it off and I'll, and you just respond here, TJ. Now this isn't practice, y'all. This wasn't rehearsed. Yo, 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 dog. What's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? <laughs> About 30 to 40 grand. Joker beat it. <laughs> so, in that little skit, Jay-Z was telling this guy, you know, this Who guy found out later was Redman. Okay, so he's telling Redman, like, <laughs> 30, 40 grand beat it. And he was just being vague. But to us, as little in- influential or easily influenced teenagers, that was like the dopest thing we've ever heard. Like, he just blew the guy off. He was just vague in his response. You know, it's about 30, 40 grand. He, you know, he didn't give any details in his response. He didn't talk about the accessories. He didn't talk about the trim level. He didn't talk about the new package he had, the stretch right. package or whatever the Range Rover came with. And to us, he became a boss. He was a boss because of that. Right, he he kind of like shoe fly them away. Shoe right. fly, get out of here, get out of here, beat it. <laughs> so that was that was super vague, but it definitely gave him power in that sense. The, we thought the world of that. We thought that that was cool. Now the OG says if you're too vague, then you don't have any credibility, right? So if you just walk around making these crazy claims and it's too vague, you won't get anybody on your side. So there is a fine line, but you want to fall on the side of vague, vagueness versus falling on the side of being too descriptive. So, right. again, that would be the Make America Great Again slogan, how vague it was. Now, obviously, you know, Donald Trump won the presidency. However, for the people who weren't for him, I mean, they were really attacking that slogan because of its vagueness. And so they weren't won over because make it a great again, you know, what does that mean? What time period are we trying to Was America here? great? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, are we talking about the fifties? You know, the thirties? Are we talking about the eighteen hundreds where, you know, what, sixteen percent of us were slaves? So so it's not that's so I, I would think that's kind of an example of vagueness kind of backfiring on a person. Yep. And we also have to remember in keeping it vague, people want the quick way out. So whatever you're keeping vague or whatever your belief system is going to be. Remember that people want the easy way out, like those weight loss pills. They don't want to work out. They want to lose weight. They want to take a pill. They want the pill to do all the work. Those miracle workouts where you only have to work five minutes a day. Right. That's what they want to do. They want that miracle clothing, that, that shape-shifting clothing that you just put on and makes you sweat, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you a new shape. All right? People want the quick way out. They want them butt injections that's going to make your butt nice and big and round. Right. And they want it vague too. They don't want to know how it works. Right. <laughs> they want. They don't even want to know what you're inserting in them. They just want the injection because they see it. It made uh, that video model. They made her butt bigger. It made Nicki Minaj's butt bigger. So. Yep. All right. Number two. 
Didn't we just tell, Didn't I just tell you about the Barb's? And you're oh. gonna go at Nicki Minaj? See, I, I didn't I, go at I, her. I intentionally I did not say her. I didn't go at her. Should I edit that then? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to go at her. I think it's a clear. I like. I, I think everybody knows now. See? All right. <laughs> this is this is what it, what they call that like uh, life imitating art. Okay, <laughs> the bars was gonna come for us, man. Look, I apologize because of, because of the power cast where we're talking about cults and stands and barbs. Well, you calling them some stands? I mean, you're not doing them any justice either. They know they're they barbs, not stands. All right. So number two, <laughs> <laughs> emphasize the visual and sensual over the intellectual. Okay. Now you want the people who are more about emotion and who are more visual you don't want the thinkers because the thinkers are going to be dangerous to your operation all right and you need to combat boredom and skeptics because if your people get bored they're going to leave if you give them an opportunity to be skeptical then they won't follow you all right. So the way you do this is you be theatrical, you be over the top, you got to gain attention. You need to appeal to all of their senses, colors, smells, music. Yeah. That's like you said, the horoscope readers, you know, that's why they're sitting there flipping the cars. They got incense, and, you know, burning. Ah, and that's they got true. the music playing in the background. The lights are dim and it's just kind of a glowing table, you know, a little light over the table. Right, right. That hits all the senses. Yep. Yep, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Good one. Good one. Number three, borrow forms of organized religion to structure the group. All right, so check it. Religion's been doing this. (laughs) We can't dodge religion anymore now. We're forced to address it. We're forced to talk about it. Religion has been doing this for thousands of years, okay? Yeah. So you need to create an organization using religion as an outline you need rituals you need to give people titles you need to request for sacrifices you need to be the guru of your beliefs you need to talk as if you're the prophet of whatever this cult is going to be you have to be the know-all and using that religion as an outline we can go back to multi-level marketing man ton of positions in multi-level marketing they make it seem like the top guy started it up and then he got a person under him who's the chief or whatever and then they have 50,000 people under them and all these people have titles and it goes all the way down to you and their rituals is they have meetings all the time the sacrifices the money it costs to get in their cult-like following or the people that's going door to door your friends is calling you up telling you you need to do this prepaid legal service or you need to do this energy drink or you you know you need to sell these energy drinks or you need to sell what else did they have they got all kinds of these multi-level marketing this cookware this telephone service they they got all kinds of multi-level man it sounds like to me like those people are in the sunken place <laughs> For sure. Those guys, they they are totally, totally lost. And they, again, with this number three step of borrowing the organized structure from religion, they have to have the longest track record of them all of being successful at what they do. So if you want to borrow from somebody, borrow the outline of what religion is doing to get that cult like following. Number four, disguise your source of income. Now, in this one, the people that you follow want to believe they're following a leader 
that's going to bring them great fortune, okay? So whether that's financial fortune or emotional fortune. And for that reason, you have to be godly rich with money and emotion, all right? And that's where the sacrifice comes in. You expect them to give you that money or to give you that motive, you know, to give you that inspiration to be motivational. You got to you got to want those sacrifices. So when I heard the OG say that it actually made me think of our president once again and how <laughs> he is not disclosing his taxes, his tax returns. So that's what I was thinking when they said disguise your 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 uh, income, the source of your income. That's a good one. That's true, but you know what he just disclosed. Well, Somebody just disclosed. Apparently, it was leaked that, like, he made in 2005, he made 150 mil and and he paid 38 mil in taxes. But he didn't put it out. out. He still didn't. Supposedly, supposedly it was leaked, right? But I don't know. You know how to you know how the government works around this joint. He probably handed it to somebody so they can leak it. We don't know. But anyway, that is a good point. He's been hiding his his income for a long time. And even even though we have that information, it's still 2005. We in 2017. <laughs> we, we about to we just paid 2016 ago. taxes. Yeah. Like, why is he showing that? So exactly. You want to disco, you want to uh, disguise your source of income. And like I was saying, you want to show that you're godly rich and you have a bunch of money. Right. So the fact is, is that you can't tell them that their sacrifices is what's funding you to be so rich. You got to show that you're extravagant. Like that multi-level marketing guy, the top guy, he needs to be dipped. I like I'm not following some bummy guy telling me, yo, follow me. Ha ha ha. And I'm broke. So it, it has to appear to look like whatever belief system that he's or she is selling, that that's what's making them win. All right, number five, set up an us versus them dynamic. Now, remember, you guys are a team. You guys are a cult, a family, and you guys are smarter than everybody else who doesn't believe what you believe, right? Because you know something that everybody else doesn't. So what makes that bond tighter? You know what makes that bond tighter? Enemies. When you show that you got some enemies or some non-believers, you guys band together. And start riding on your enemies. Ride on your enemies. <laughs> you know, a place where we see this all the time as well, um, in the great sports rivalries. For sure. So you got like, so here we got like the um, St. Louis Cardinals versus the uh, Chicago Cubs. That's a it's big Cubs, sports right? rivalry. All right. For us, it's the Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics. You yeah. cannot like the celtics if you're from la then you know it's like the cowboys and the redskins which right it's racist but okay <laughs> dude i never paid attention to that that's super racist what yeah. is that yeah man. Dog, they got they gotta hurry up and change that name from redskins bro that's just that's absurd. The anyway, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we need to talk about that on the podcast because that's absurd, bro. So, so yeah, so these rivalries, though, you know, they're between these sports teams. But they separate people and all these little fans have to pick a side. And so you got these millions of fans on each side and they will go to war. Like we've Definitely. heard we've heard of like what like in New Jersey. 
like Jets fans or no, that was like the Raiders, wasn't that the last one? Like at Oakland or uh, something? Yeah, yep, yep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But it wasn't No, um there was definitely a Dodgers a Dodgers fan yeah. beat up it killed a San Francisco fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Raiders fans are notorious for being violent because of their team, you know, fighting in the name of their team. Hell, now that I think about it, since I said being viol- uh, violent in the name of their team, hell, you heard about the Crusades, you know, uh, <laughs> back to religion real quick. Hell, Catholics was killing people left and right because they wasn't riding with the religion. Right, yeah. So I, I saw this wasn't the Crusades, but when I was at uh, the Mardi Gras, there were people walking by with their um, like Chicago Cubs jerseys on and stuff, and people were screaming at them, "F the Cubs!" and like they were screaming, they were harassing these people. Like we were walking behind one of them, and like just the entire length of the street, that's all that was happening was they were just getting. Bro, aren't the Cubs at. the world champions? They might be. Yeah, I think they won the the major league, dog. Like, why are they so mad at the champions? <laughs> That's their rivalry. It don't matter if they're the champions. I mean, how many times have the Cardinals been the champions? Yeah, man. Respect respect the champs for a minute. I mean, it's their first time in 100 years, man. Respect them boys for a minute. Let, the, let them have a, let they have a uh, 12 months of shine. Well, so, they anyway. Did, they didn't do it when, when Back to the Future said they would do it, though. So, right. they missed it by a year. It was supposed to be 2015. <laughs> and those are the five steps to cult making. So, Jaren, you got any other cults we need to we need to get out of here? We we need to talk about. So, I was also thinking about some hip hop um, cult situations that I've that I've seen. So, okay. one of the biggest ones I feel um, revolves around Jay Z. Yep. And so when Biggie passed away or got killed, you know, Biggie was supposed to be the last legend. Great. You know, yeah, great. The last hip hop great. And so people, you know, were looking for, you know, basically leadership who's going to take over the best in New York, you know, who was going to be that guy. Well, Jay-Z, I mean, he had an album out already. He was already looked at as a good rapper. You know, he was around good other good rappers. But he, t- he took that opportunity to, to step up and be that guy. And that then made him the best. So now he's the best rapper. He's been labeled as such for about 20 years now. <laughs> and he definitely has a cult-like following. People fight Definitely. all the time in barbershops and barbecues over who's best, Biggie, Jay-Z, or Nas. Yep, that's true. That's very true. What I got from this law is that groups are key. And people tend to think alike when they're in a group. Have you ever heard of the term group think, Jaren? Yep, definitely. All right. So if you haven't heard of this term, listeners, go look it up. It basically talks about how people feel the need to conform and agree when they're in a group and it creates an environment for erratic thoughts and decisions so go check out that term just think about it like how how much easier is it to go with the flow rather than to go the opposite direction 
Uh, Definitely, you know, everybody because else. the flow they've already got their idea thought out. That they already going, have yeah. they have their momentum going. Why not just fall in line? Why not roll with the tide, right? Because you could turn and try to go against it, but how difficult is that? So when you're trying to get a cult like following, you want to try to talk to the groups. Individuals, they tend to be more rational and they tend to be more skeptical when they're by themselves. But groups make you feel like you need to agree. Basically, right? talk to the masses. Let those individuals go and vote for the Green Party or the Tea <laughs> Right. Throw that right. vote you, away you, against the independent people. Go with the you, masses. You try you try to get that one-on-one time, it's going to be hard. They're going to argue you back and forth. But if you can get yourself in front of a group and getting them all think, thinking alike, you can be vague. And those group members are going to dissect everything you say and try to turn it into something for you. They're going to do the work for you. The group will. But when you're talking to the individual, you have to do more work. And this reversal, now, <laughs> I just told you that groups are the way to go, right? Yep. But in the reversal, the OG talks about how groups are dangerous. Because think about this. That cult, if you're found out to be a fake, that cult can turn into a mob. <laughs> Remember that group think con- uh, concept. Because if you don't have control of that group, somebody within that group can turn into the cult leader. And now you have a mob against you. And that's actually what happened with the whole Jonestown massacre. I know, like, we waited all the way until the end of a podcast about cults to talk about, like, the biggest cult situation. Yeah, <laughs> but, the biggest one ever. But, yeah, so basically when Jim Jones gave the order for everybody to drink that cyanide-laced Kool-Aid, actually, it wasn't Kool-Aid. It was Rite Aid. No, what's the other drink called? I know Kool Aid and Sunny D. The off brand Kool Aid. Oh. Oh, Flavor Aid? Flavor Aid. Are you serious? It wasn't Kool Aid? It wasn't even Kool Aid. Are you sure Wikipedia is saying Kool Aid, bro? This is why you can't trust Wikipedia. It's not Wikipedia. No, it was it was it was Flavor Aid. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Fun fact. That's why they didn't want to drink it, because that, that stuff tastes horrible. <laughs> so the people when the people didn't want to drink the flavor aid. Um, lucky for Jim Jones, he still had a few loyal cult members who made sure everybody there died, who carried out his right. wishes and made sure everybody there died. Yeah, that's wild, man. And now I feel bad for giving Kool-Aid all that bad pub, man. We should have been saying, don't drink the Flavor-Aid. You know who started that rumor that it was Kool-Aid? It was Flavor-Aid, huh? Probably. Like, they was like, yo, <laughs> don't say it was us. Do not say it was Flavor-Aid. Tell everybody it was Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I guess he got his plan carried out as a cult leader. That's why you got to be careful, man. Now, remember, the end goal of this series is power power for a myriad of situations if these are the 48 laws to live by to attain power it has to stretch and encompass a wide variety of situations and potential opportunities right so if you didn't feel like you can use this law i get it i understand it many of us won't find this law as effective for us this law for me it appears to be for people that's building a persona, building a brand, somebody who's building a star-like personality. However, there's a big however there. This law can help us see groups for what they really are. 
all right so this is why this law is important to me horoscopes multi-level marketing schemes certain type of religious sex you got to be on the lookout you have to be on the lookout for those fakes and what they really bring to the table which is nothing so like yellow starburst dog i will eat the yellow starburst if you ain't i mean i won't just take the bowl of the yellow starburst but if you got a couple in the package you talking about throwing them out i'll take them so yeah moral of the story is you can't trust people who eat yellow starburst <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm trustworthy bro <laughs> All right, y'all. So this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Podcast. And as always, we definitely encourage you to go and cop your own copy of Sir Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power, the bestseller, New York Times. Or what is it? The New York bestseller? I don't know. Yep, yep. But I'm sure it got that. Go get your copy. Get your audio book like we are listening to or get the traditional paper copy and you know you know as i always got to bring for what it's been it hasn't been every episode but for a it's long been a time, lot of episodes yeah i've been bringing you what that those uh reports from the rumor mill yeah the scoop you bringing us a scoop what happened now so this week robert green was at it again remodeling his house showing that he's balling harder than everybody else so not only did he replace his ceiling tiles in his basement he replaced them with carbon fiber ceiling tiles but then he didn't stop there he then changed all of his light switches to pure diamond oh man has diamond light switches now so that's expensive bro and you know robert green needs you to support him so go cop his book yeah man go ahead and cop his book and just because you get his book doesn't mean you don't need us anymore and just because you have us doesn't mean you don't need to go and get your own copy of the book or the audio book we kind of compliment each other we compliment robert green's words it's like robert green's book is like like golden brown crispy french fries fresh out of the grease brand new grease too new grease fresh fresh grease and we're like the ketchup you know what I'm saying? And what's the difference between catsup and ketchup? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it's like some type of British European spelling thing. Kind of like when you throw the U in color or, or like the, the S in recognize. <laughs> right. Man, you talking about French fries and ketchup. Man, uh, he's those Christian Dior shades. Okay. And... We're like those Gucci flip flops. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is we compliment Robert Greene's book. That's what we're trying to say. All right. And so we would also like to also remind you to listen to our podcast. We have a regular podcast where we say bad words and we talk about um, private parts and sex stuff. And Whoa, man, that's not all. Look, we have intellectual conversation, introspective thoughts and topics and it's a little bit longer than this podcast you get to know the real us well this, this, is this ain't the real us, us? yeah geez. no 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 no. i ain't saying that i ain't saying that i ain't saying that this is the real us too but this is the politically correct us yeah we trying to start a cult this is the real <laughs> us. so for next week we have law 28 
which is interaction with boldness. All right. All right. And so, again, as always, we like to thank you for listening. All right. So this is the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast for people who survived the Jonestown Massacre only because they didn't have red. <laughs> red what, bro? Red. Red red uh, flavor aid? I was going to say Kool-Aid. Red flavor aid? They just didn't have red, and that's how people call it in the hood. All right. They didn't have the tropical punch, people. I'm going to go ahead. The people from the hood, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They didn't have tropical punch, cherry, or strawberry. <laughs> they did not I would red. say tropical punch because that's, that's my favorite kind if I'm going to drink it. Well, Kool-Aid, that is. I don't know tropical punch flavor aid. All right. We out of here. Peace. Or cyanide lace flavor aid. Good grief. Peace. <laughs>